This episode of Talk Fitness is in partnership with The Vitamin Shop, where knowledgeable health enthusiasts are standing by to help you thrive every day. So glad you're listening to Talk Fitness today. Now, my other show, Talk Healthy Today, we talk everything health and wellness. We have a foodie Friday, but here on Talk Fitness Today, it is all fitness all the time. Now, part of fitness, though, is what you are putting into your body. Nutrition is a huge part, and here to talk about this, and specifically, we're going to focus on the keto experience, I'll call it, is a wonderful Drew Manning. He is the New York Times bestselling author of the book, Fit to Fat to Fit. He is best known for his Fit to Fat to Fit.com experiment that went viral online, and he's been on my other show, Talk Healthy Today, and I'm such a fan. Hey, Drew. Hey, Lisa. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you so much for having me on again. Well, I love talking to you, Drew, and I'm just so impressed. Now, for people who've been living under a rock and don't know about your fit to fat to fit, tell us a little bit about that, and then we're going to jump into the keto experience or the keto diet, or I think I named it the keto experience, or just eating <laughs> keto, whatever you want to say. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So in a nutshell, my fit to fat to fit journey, which I did about six years ago, was something I documented online on my website where I was this personal trainer who intentionally got fat on purpose, gaining 75 pounds in six months. So I stopped exercising, ate an unrestricted diet, and documented the weight gaining process so that I could better understand where my clients were coming from um, because there was a disconnect uh, between them and me because I grew up my entire life in shape and I never knew any different. And so I figured this would give me a better understanding, which it totally did. It was so humbling, way harder than I thought it would be. Anyways, I did get back to fit, which is why it's called Fit to Fat to Fit. Um, but it, I learned so many valuable lessons along the way, and that's what inspired me to write a book and kind of create this brand, Fit to Fat to Fit, which is about having empathy uh, for your clients, more respect, and a better understanding. Uh, so that's my Fit to Fat to Fit journey in a nutshell. <laughs> You know, I have to say, empathy is, is so important in this industry, and I feel like it's lacking. So what you've done is tremendous. I also, oh my gosh, my daughter and I are addicted to your Fat to Fit, uh, to fat, excuse me, Fit to Fat to Fit uh, <laughs> program airing on A&E, where we, and that's like a mouthful. That's like, I say that three mm -hmm. times fast, forget about it. Uh, you know, just seeing these trainers, and especially the ones that are really cocky, right? And they're like, mm -hmm. oh, why does this person just get off their butt? And they're like, holy crap, I can't get off my butt now that I've been stuffing it full of just, you know, and, and even just like mainstream food, right? Standard American diet. We're yeah. not talking about eating Twinkies all day. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I, I wanted to create the TV show was because I felt like in the fitness industry, especially the empathy was lacking and putting these trainers kind of in the shoes of their clients for a short period of time does humble them and, and helps them to understand it's not as easy as they think it is. And you see it when they go through it of just kind of how hard it can be for the clients. And that way they're more understanding, more respectful and have more empathy, especially on the mental and emotional side. Exactly. All right, let's jump into keto. Tell us what is it for people who are totally new? <laughs> so the keto diet is basically, or ketosis is a different metabolic state that your body can enter into when you stop giving it food or glucose, right? So most of us were raised yes. on carbohydrates, especially here in America. <laughs> we love our carbs. <laughs> and so we're mostly ran off of glucose our entire life. But what happens if you stop eating today? Would you die tomorrow? No, you would feel like you would, you're going to die. But actually your body can, can shift over into a state of ketosis where it's using fat as energy, even though you're not giving it any food. So your body can run a long time without giving it any food, maybe a month or two months or the world record actually is in the 1970s, this 500-pound man lived off of his own fat for 382 days consecutively with no food, just water, vitamins, and minerals. 
And so basically it's a different metabolic state where your body can convert fat into energy. So that's what keto is in a nutshell. Now that doesn't mean you need to starve yourself, that you can hack that by doing a keto diet, which is a high fat, moderate protein, low carb diet. So you're eating around 70% of your calories from fat, 25% from protein, and 5% from carbs. And that's where it's different than Atkins. A lot of people think, well, what's the difference between this and Atkins? Well, Atkins was more of a high protein, high fat, low carb diet. But the problem is that your body can convert protein into glucose if you eat too much of it. So in order to be in ketosis, you actually got to moderate the amount of protein you eat. So it's not as much as people think. And most of your calories come from fat, which your body can't convert into glucose. Now, are you personally doing this right now? Are you yep. on a keto type of plan? And how's it working yep, for you? I've been doing it. Yeah, so I've been doing it for a few years. And I'll tell you my first experience with it. And I even went on the Dr. Oz show um, a couple summers ago talking about the keto diet and why I like it. And a lot of people think it's, uh, it's a diet because it's about weight loss. Really, it's so much more than that. Um, but my first experience with the keto diet, shifting over from eating five to six meals a day, Every three hours, which is what we were taught, you know, kind of uh, keep your metabolism going. Um, I, I, I uh, started eating two meals a day, but the keto diet, 70% fat, 25% protein, 5% carbs. And the thing I noticed is that I was never as hungry constantly as I was. So I could go six, seven hours between meals and feel fine. But the biggest thing that I noticed was my brain felt so much sharper. My cognitive, cognitive function was improved, my mental clarity, my focus, my energy throughout the day, my digestion was so much better. My performance in the gym was actually about the same. So it wasn't like better or worse. Um, and my body composition stayed about the same. So I didn't really lose weight or lose fat, although it can be used for that. I just felt like it was nutrition for my brain. And that's why I became such a big fan of it because I didn't have to be a slave to food. I didn't have to meal prep and bring my food with me everywhere I went, eating every three hours constantly throughout the day and never taking a break. And so now sometimes I eat once a day, sometimes I eat twice a day. And, you know, when I eat when I'm hungry, and I stop when I'm full, um, but it, it just—it's nutrition for your brain, is the way I see it. Now that's interesting about the nutrition for your brain in terms of so it helps your brain, which is great. I definitely need to do this. I can my brain needs all the help I can get. But that you didn't lose weight, but for some people they do. So why do you think some people do and some people don't? Is it depend on how yeah, much well, you're eating on... or how much you're working out? All that. Yeah. So it still comes down to um, you know how many calories you're putting in versus how many calories you're burning. Um, it, at the end of the day, my goal wasn't to lose weight or to lose fat. So just because you're doing keto doesn't mean you're going to lose weight or lose fat because my goal was to not lose weight. I kind of wanted to maintain where I was at. Now, some people, a lot of people do see benefits of going from a standard American diet to a keto diet where they will start to use their fat as an energy source because they're not as hungry as often. So most people will be at a calorie deficit because uh, they're not feeling the need to eat as often. Whereas when you eat glucose, carbs, your body will burn through that so quickly. It's a fast burning energy, whereas ketones are a slow, sustained uh, uh, burning energy for your body. That's why you, and eating that much fat kind of makes you feel satiated for a longer period of time. So you don't feel the need to eat every three hours. And so um, for me, you know, I wasn't trying to lose weight or lose fat on it, to be honest with you, because I wanted my performance in the gym to be just as good. And I wanted to maintain my lean muscle mass. And I was already pretty lean. I wasn't trying to get like 5% body fat or anything like that. But that's why I, I loved it because it was, you know, it was my brain was so much sharper. Now, it sounds like for people who do want to lose weight and do better in the gym, would you say the keto helps? Because it sounds like you're going to have more energy overall, not just for your brain. 
Yes, but here's the thing: is, is there's a transitionary period going from okay. glucose to ketones. Like I said, your body's been adapted to eating glucose its whole life, and now you're trying to say, okay, no more fast-burning energy from glucose. Now we're going to use these things called ketones, which your body has never really used a whole lot or become efficient at using. And there's a transitionary period. And so people might experience what's called keto flu, which scares people away from trying keto because they kind of feel lightheaded or brain fog at first or lack of energy because their body doesn't know how to use ketones yet. So the way I kind of explain it is let's say we have a fire and we throw lighter fluid or paper on the on the fire. What's going to happen? It's going to light up quick immediately. That is glucose, the fast-burning energy. Ketones are the coal or the logs of the fire that are just a slow, sustained uh, burning energy source for your body. And so um, that's that's kind of what's happening when you shift over from glucose to ketones is your body needs to learn how to use ketones as an energy. But once it does, after about a week or two, then you feel so much better and you feel so much more optimal. Your brain is more efficient running off ketones. Your, or- your organs, your muscles are a lot more efficient running off ketones versus glucose, but it just takes a couple of weeks to become adapted at first. So people just need to learn to be patient, drink lots of water, eat lots of salt, which I know sounds crazy, but it will help with the keto flu symptoms and the transition will be so much easier if you do that. Oh, that is so good to know. And it's nice that you said like a week or two. So it's not a mm-hmm. super long time that you have to feel crummy and it's worth it. No, and end, some people feel better. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, that's all. I'm just saying, I think it's good that uh, you gave us a little time. So we're not like, is it how many months is this? <laughs> <laughs> well, some people can take longer, some people it's quicker. And um, some people don't experience the keto flu at all. But some people do. And they think, oh, man, this is I feel horrible. This isn't working for me. Well, you just got to be patient with yourself. So I just tell people, give it like one to two weeks. And um, and then your body should start to learn how to use ketones. But the longer you do it, and the more consistent you stay at it then you be you start to feel more and more optimal over time because your body's learning, okay, I'm using ketones now as an energy source and um and then it, it'll adapt to that for sure. All right. So do you take us through like breakfast, lunch and dinner? I, I know you said you usually mm-hmm. just have one meal or two, but for people who want to start with three and maybe they're a little smaller because they're having three meals, but you know, to keep yeah. them what they're accustomed to at first and then right, maybe cut down. Yeah. Yeah, so basically the way I kind of coach people on this, because I have an online program that kind of walks people through a 60-day intro to keto. And so basically what works for most people is they wake up, they drink some water, and then uh, I'll have them have what's called bulletproof coffee. So we do coffee, we'll add in some uh, grass-fed butter, some coconut oil, or some MTT oil, some really healthy fats for your brain, because your brain likes to use uh, fats um, as an energy source, especially first thing in the morning. Um, and that will actually help you feel satiated. So you're adding butter and coconut oil and maybe some cinnamon and some stevia, and you blend that up, and that's like your bulletproof coffee, and that's actually your breakfast. So when people email me and say, this isn't breakfast, where's my you know, pancakes and eggs? I'm like, <laughs> trust me, just you'll feel really full just having this for breakfast. And then I'll have, you know, most people will go work out or, or they'll go to work for the rest of the day, and then, you know, when they get hungry around 11 or 12, which is most people, for lunch, you know, they'll have something that's really high in fat. So what uh, a good source of healthy fat is whole eggs with the yolk included, even though we've been taught, okay, stay away from egg yolks because cholesterol, blah, blah, blah. That's old science. Um, but eat the whole eggs. So maybe like three to four whole eggs with a, a tablespoon of butter and saute it with some uh, spinach or kale or broccoli, whatever kind of nutrient-dense vegetables you want to add in there. And then you can also add in um, some full-fat cheeses if you like, you know, if you like cheese, um, and that's kind of like my go-to lunch. And then for dinner, you could do a couple grass-fed burgers with uh, bacon and avocado, 
and you have some bacon, uh, avocado burgers without the bun, of course. And then anytime you have vegetables, saute them in some type of healthy fat. So, you know, grass-fed butter or ghee or coconut oil are really healthy fats, avocado oil as well, and add in some add in some avocados, which are really high in fat. And that's like a typical day for most people, and people feel real, really satiated and not having to eat constantly throughout the day. And that's a typical day on the keto diet for me and for uh, the people that I've been coaching for a couple of years now. Now, what about for people who don't do dairy, whether they're lactose intolerant or they have other issues or they're vegan, can they do keto as well? Can they just substitute more coconut and uh, avocado oils? Absolutely. Yep. And I have so many vegetarians and vegans that are doing keto. You just need to learn to adjust the types of fats that you're adding in. So yes, if you are a vegetarian or vegan, you are going to be adding a lot more coconut uh, products. So coconut butter, coconut oil, uh, coconut flakes, um, you know, full fat coconut milk, uh, those kinds of things you're going to need to add in and, you know, maybe some more avocados. And if you're vegetarian, you do eggs and that's fine. But if not, then you're going to have to find other sources of, of fattier cuts of um, uh, not meat, obviously, but, you know, some people will do fish. But, yeah, if you're a vegan, it, it is a little bit harder, I'm not going to lie, <laughs> because you're not adding in any type of, you know, fattier cuts of meat. You're going to have to get that from uh, things like avocados and coconuts mostly. Now, I enjoy a huge salad every day with, like, mm. tomatoes, cucumbers, beets, because uh, you mentioned to cook the vegetables. But is there room on this to have raw vegetables as well and also cook some Absolutely. in the healthy oils? Okay. Absolutely. So one of my go-to meals is actually, I call it the keto man salad, but you can make a woman version of it too. It's just, it's man. <laughs> I put the man in there because it's really I can eat big. a manly salad. It's huge. It's like a huge salad. <laughs> so yes, I do a bunch of raw spinach and raw kale, raw broccoli, raw cauliflower, and then I'll add in some almonds or some cashews, and then I'll add in some olive oil, some sea salt, some cayenne pepper, some apple cider vinegar, and then I'll add in my meats, you know, whatever type of meat that you want to throw in there, whether it's, uh, you know, uh, chicken sausages go really well with this or um, any type of meat that you want to add in. And then um, I kind of just shake it up. And uh, that's like one of my go-to meals. But it is pretty big um, just to get in enough calories. But, yeah, you're adding in, you know, maybe a fourth of a cup to half a cup of olive oil, extra virgin olive oil with all the seasonings and those vegetables. And that's kind of my, sometimes I'll have that three or four times a week. Oh, that sounds so good. Now, does super dark chocolate with low sugar content fit <laughs> anywhere? Or do you have to take out all sugar? Because I, every day I have some 75 to 85% <laughs> chocolate. Now I'm not talking the whole bar. I mean, some days I do slip. No, I don't eat the whole bar, but just a few squares. I know you're supposed to have one, but I'm just, but if I, that's the only sugar I'm getting other than from vegetables or a little bit of fruit. Uh, oh, speaking yeah. of fruit. So chocolate and fruit, let's talk about that. <laughs> yes. Let's talk about that. So at the end of the day, yes. it all comes down to the amount of carbohydrates you're putting in your body. So I, I tell people to count their carbs, their total carbs for the day, not net carbs, but total carbs. So I try and limit them to 30 grams or less for the entire day for the first 30 days until they become adapted. But for okay. me, I've been doing this for so long, I can eat more carbs than your average person because I work out. Um, I have a little bit more lean muscle mass than most people. So I can get away with like 50 to 60 grams of carbs per day. But at first, it's, it's 30 grams of total carbs or less. So if you do want your chocolate or your fruit, just make sure you make room for that in your total carbs for the day so that you're still 30 oh, okay. grams or less. So you can have anything you want as long as it's 30 grams or less, but you're going to get more bang for your buck 
getting most of those carbs from nutrient-dense, non-starchy vegetables, like I mentioned, broccoli, cauliflower, spinach, kale, etc. So you can make room for those, you know, cheat meals every now and then, but you, for the first 30 days, you got to stay consistent and keep it 30 grams or less. And what have you heard from the people who've done your program? Oh, man, uh, so many things. So people, here's the thing with the keto diet. It does work for weight loss or fat loss if you are still at a calorie deficit. But there's so many other, other therapeutic applications to the keto diet, which is why it's so remarkable. So things like uh, epilepsy and seizures and traumatic brain injury and um, Alzheimer's and Parkinson's, any kind of disease of the brain, keto, the ketones uh, provide a neuroprotective benefit for your brain. So even people with like migraines or headaches completely gone um, on top of, you know, weight loss and fat loss, of course, that's the biggest uh, thing that people notice. But uh, there's so many other therapeutic applications to the keto diet other than weight loss or fat loss. So people with type 2 diabetes, this would be ideal for them because it helps to regulate insulin and um, <clears throat> bounce out hormones as well. So people with thyroid issues or testosterone issues, um, adding in the healthy fat um, from these, uh, you know, whether it's vegetable or animal sources will help uh, balance out hormones as well. And so, you know, it's it's a huge list of benefits uh, for the keto diet. That is so cool. All right. So this is Talk Fitness Today. So I always ask the guests certain questions. So tell us, what do you have in your gym bag when you go work out, Drew? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'm a minimalist when it comes to my gym bag. Very simple. I have, um, so the one supplement that I do take, I, I kind of don't take as many supplements as I used to on the keto diet. Um, so the one supplement I do take is these things called exogenous ketones, which basically are um, a supplemental form of ketones that you can ingest that, you know, they make them taste really good nowadays. Um, it's a newer supplement. The technology is, you know, a few years old. And so uh, it puts your body in a stimulated version of ketosis within, you know, 30 minutes of taking it, which is remarkable. So it's a great pre-workout instead of the hyped-up caffeine stuff that you can find, um, you know, just at Walmart, right? So um, that, yes. I have that. I have some knee sleeves. I have a jump rope. And I think that's it. <laughs> and my headphones. <laughs> See, that's good. No, I, I forgot who I yeah. asked another guy. Oh, my gosh. It was like it sounded like he was the cat in the hat. You know, if you ever watched that show on the cat in the hat, knows a lot about that. And he takes off the hat. And there's like 35 yeah. things in his hat. <laughs> Like what kind of gym yeah. bag do you have? Like a magic gym bag. All right. And what, what's, what are some of your favorite types of cardio? That's a great question. I don't do a whole lot of cardio or traditional cardio. If I'm doing cardio, it's going to be hit high intensity interval training. Uh, so okay. it's short, quick bursts of high intensity followed by a recovery period and re repeat that interval. So one of the things I'm liking these days is called the, um, uh, prowler pushes. Um, so it's like these sleds oh. with weights on them and you sprint, down like a, uh, you know, a turf, if you will. Uh, some gyms have them, some people, some gyms don't, but if they do have the, these prowler uh, sleds, it's, they're awesome. So you add weight to it and you just kind of put it in front of you and you, you, uh, you push it as fast as you can and that will exhaust you. So I do, you know, maybe like a 20 second sprint followed by 30 or 40 second recovery, repeat that 10 to 15 times I'm wiped out for the day. See, that's incredible. I need to do that. My husband does that and he'll come home drenched. I'm like, you've been gone 10 minutes, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you should try it out. It's, well, you, it's such a great I should. Workout. It really, you know, I yeah. just started swimming. And so I've been kind of doing it in the pool a bit. Like I'll swim yeah. kind of normal and then I'll just all out. 
and then I'll sweat. It's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. I mean, definitely, definitely gets my heart rate up. Now, what about using bodyweight exercises? Is that something you're a fan of doing the push-ups, the pull-ups, the thing on a chair with, you know, when you your tricep dips? I mean, there's so many cool things you can do nowadays. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you, you don't really need a gym to get a good workout in. Yeah. So some days when I'm busy, like I'm on the road, and I travel a lot or, you know, I have two daughters, so I'm busy with life and I don't have time to go to the gym. I know I can get a workout no matter what I have because we have this thing called gravity and <laughs> we have these bodies with weight. So that equals resistance training. You don't need a bench press or a squat rack to get in a good workout. So just air squats and push ups and burpees and dips and uh, sit ups. And, you know, if you have a pull up bar from home, pull ups, um, there's so many great things you can do from home that are awesome. Or just get out in nature and go hike up a hill. And that's a great workout, you know? Oh, it sure is. Drew, you are so much fun. I love having mm -hmm. you on my shows. Tell us all the ways that we can learn more about you. Yeah, so if you just go to fit2fat2fit.com, you can access all of my, my programs, my book. Um, you, know, you can listen to my podcast on there. And uh, all my social media handles are fit to fat to fit just like my book and my website. Um, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you do want to try keto, if you want to do some research, just go to keto k-e-t-o dot fit to fit to fit dot com if you want to try it out that's awesome yeah i want to do your program it's a 60-day program you said a six-day program yep I'll, I'll send it to you and we'll you should do an experiment see how it goes and then do a episode on it oh my gosh completely I'll, i love I'll that coach, idea i'll be your coach <laughs> Woohoo! All right. Oh my goodness. You've got a deal. All right. I want to thank okay. everyone for listening to Talk Fitness today. You can follow us on Twitter at Talk Fitness, the number two day, also on Snapchat. And just keep listening for more great information on fitness and nutrition. Stay well. Yay. Drew, I'm taking you up.